Hello. I have to start this episode by saying that I'm potentially going to get a little bit ranty and just be prepared for a little bit of Natasha Collins' foul language because this is a subject that I am super passionate about and I need to get my point across. Welcome to the NC Podcast. My name is Natasha Collins. I am the host of this podcast. I'm also the founder of NC Real Estate, which includes its members club for landlords and property investors to come and build a profitable property portfolio that completely aligns with their goals. Just a quick note, next Monday, I am going to be doing a webinar, which is going to be all about uncovering the secret source to building a profitable property portfolio strategy, how you put that together, and how you can thrive even in this current market. So you definitely should want to come to that. I'm going to put the link below. Make sure you register. Come along. Join in the fun. We are going to have a great time. Monday, 30th November, 6.30pm UK time. Don't miss it. Right. Let's get into this. It's so important. Oh, and also let me backtrack. I'm a regulated firm of surveyors. That's what MC Real Estate is. So before you say, Natasha, well, you're not regulated, even before we get into this conversation, I am. I am very highly trained professional. And do you know what? Let me shout that from the ceiling because I've been in training for so effing long. And I have to make sure that I am competent in everything I do. I am insured. So let's just get that out of the way. I'm regulated by the RACS. If you want to get in contact with my property ombudsman, it's uh, CEDA, C-E-D-R. It says it on my website. Go and have a look. I'm also a university lecturer in property management. So please, I'm teaching the next generation of the future about how to uphold a certain number of standards, which we just do not see in this industry anymore. And that is what I'm talking to you about today. Property management. This needs to be regulated. And I put this out on my Instagram profile. I'm actually going to read to you what I put out this week. And um, I have had a huge amount of comments with people trying to say that the industry is already regulated. Here's what I said. Anyone managing property must be regulated, including housing associations, landlords, serviced accommodation, rent to rent, social housing providers, commercial investors, broke traders, rural avoiders, head in the sanders, I'm changing the industry. Incompetence is not an excuse. It's criminal. Just let that sink in. Incompetence is not an excuse. It's criminal. Right? You get property management wrong, you kill people. Simple as that. Look at Grenfell. That's bad management. That was somebody who didn't know what they were doing. They killed people. Now, appreciate it. There's a lot of people involved in that. But If the person managing the block was competent, they would have picked up on the fact that if you don't have a good buyer risk assessment, which is ticked in every single location, then your building's not fire safe, right? As a property manager, as a trained property manager, you pick up on that kind of stuff. It's what we're trained to do. We are not just the person who picks up the phone 
That's not what we are. We are the person who solves problems, but also makes money for our clients. (gasps) Anybody else think about it like that? No, they don't. What frustrates me the most in this industry is people who think that it's oh so easy to manage property and get a little bit of an income without even caring about the people that you put in your bloody properties. This has to stop. It has to stop. I am sick of hearing people say, I want to do rent to rent because it's a really good cash flow strategy. No, it's not. It makes you a glorified property manager. And if you don't care about managing someone's properties and don't care about looking after them, don't do it because you kill people by your stupid ignorance. See, I get wound up about this subject because it's so frustrating to see the amount of mistakes being made by people who are just not competent professionals at managing property. It's soul destroying for me, actually, really soul destroying, because the reason that this industry gets such a bad name is because people just have no freaking clue what they're doing half the time. So true. You know, property management is a profession. Property management includes asset management. It includes facilities management. You don't necessarily have to go through the amount of degrees that I've been through in order to become a professional. But you certainly have to make sure that you understand about health and safety. You understand what your requirements are as a property manager. You actually care about people. You care about giving people safe, comfortable accommodation. You're willing to make sure that your clients, the landlords, if you're working for a landlord, or, oh my gosh, rent-to-rent providers, if you've rented off a landlord so that you could sub-rent to somebody else, you're in charge of those people. And you have to make sure that that accommodation is let out on a really good standard so that your tenants are safe and protected. Somewhere along the lines, this seems to have got lost. And I can't understand it other than to think that seriously, for a lot of people, property management is just a money grab. I don't know how else to explain this. Take, for example, uh, one of my flats. I have been arguing with the managing agent for this block for months. They have just served service charge accounts with invoices in there that they have duplicated. That's fraud. That is fraud. If you have charged us for something that's not been done, that's fraud. And it's a big housing association, sorry, housing association who aren't regulated. They don't bother training their staff. So their staff members have no idea about what to do. Then they serve these massive service charge bills, expecting people just to roll over and pay them. No, not happening on my watch. You're wasting my time. You're making a mockery of the profession. We're not paying. And I've said that to them. I do not mind being aggressive about bad property management anymore because it is completely unacceptable. You should know not to duplicate invoices and actually have a look to see if the invoices that you're asking someone else to pay for have actually been completed. Why wouldn't that cross someone's mind? because they've not been trained in common sense. Again, you think it's easy, you think you get into it, and you sit there, you answer a couple of emails, you pick up a phone call, you 
paper push a little bit, you delete some emails maybe so that you don't have to deal with things and you think that's never coming back to you. It should come back to you every single time. If you don't do your job properly, it should come back to you. And if you let people die, you should go to jail. That is where a property manager's liability stops. If you injure someone, you should go to jail. But here's the thing. For the majority of people, property managers, they're not regulated. They're not regulated. Yeah, someone on Instagram said to me, well, letting agents have to be regulated. A letting agent isn't a property manager. Let me say that again. A letting agent isn't a property manager. They think they're the same thing, but they are not. A letting agent's job is to let a property. A managing agent's job is to manage a property. Letting agents and managing agents, again, are not the same thing. And this is another area where the industry seems to fall down because we start clumping things in together. And the reason that letting agents became managing agents is because they could see that they could up the fees that they are charging their clients when they let the property because, do you know what? We'll just take fees on a monthly basis regardless of whether we're qualified or not. Oh, and then, yeah, maybe you have to be regulated by a property ombudsman. And then, yeah, oh, if I do something wrong, we can go through the complaints handling procedure. Well, let me tell you something. For the most people who go through a company's complaints handling procedure, it gets fobbed off somewhere down the line. Going through the property ombudsman is such a lengthy, stressful, just annoyance-inducing process that most people give up on it. And that could all be avoided by a property manager being adequately trained. And that's what this podcast is about. I really implore everybody who's listening to this to look at who you're employing to manage your properties. If you're managing it yourself, do you actually know how to manage a property yourself? Do you know about all of the different health and safety requirements that you need to put in? Do you have a pot for if you need to do any maintenance or you need to do anything to your property? Do you know how to communicate well with your tenants? Are they looked after in every single situation? Do they have somewhere that they can call overnight if things have really gone wrong, there's something disastrous has happened? Do you have contractors in place that can pick that up? Do you know how to get that property from where you are today to growth? Do you know that? If you don't, you need to think about getting training in this. And this is something that all property managers need. Again, property management is just not sat on your ass, picking up the phone, answering emails. It's not. Property management is about dealing with the life cycle of a property. The minute a property has been acquired, you pick that up, you start working towards your client's goals. But in the meantime, whilst you're looking, working towards your client's goals, you're looking after those tenants. Because looking after those tenants, looking after the assets, keeps those assets really highly functioning. It means that they are always working to their optimal level because that's what we have to do with our property assets, keep them working. You don't want something that's going to keep breaking down. You don't want something that is going to keep leaking because that is not the way of running a 
property. We don't just do reactive maintenance. That is ridiculous and expensive. No, we plan for our maintenance over this life cycle of a property. But again, any property managers out there who haven't had training would not know to do that. So they are just costing you money and money and money and money because they think that that's coming from the landlord. When actually, you have to be looking at what's going on for the life cycle of that property. There is so much else that comes from being regulated and having that professional training. You know how to administer charges. You know how to deal with people. You know to have empathy. You understand organisation because being a good property manager means that you have to be organised. You know how to deal with maintenance, repairs, planned maintenance, reactive maintenance. You have a schedule for that. You organize all of that out. You know where your client is trying to get to with the goals. You have a plan for how to increase the value of the asset, how to get the most amount of rent whilst really caring for your tenants. You know that as a trained property manager. And this is where my drive for regulation comes in. Because I reiterate, there are so many people out there managing properties in different capacities but having no idea what they're doing and so there's not a standard and whilst I agree everybody will have different uh, understanding of property management they will have different ways of doing it there needs to be a minimum standard in this profession being a property manager is a profession and whilst Local governments have tried to regulate this through their landlord licensing schemes. The Estate Agent Act manages letting agents and and estate agents. I mean, it doesn't really cover property management, but apparently there's people out there that would beg to differ. And maybe you have to be regulated with the government and you have to be a part of the property ombudsman. But nowhere in that does that specify that you have to have a minimum level of training. Nowhere in that does it specify how much responsibility is on your shoulders when you decide to be a property manager. And that is something which I have become passionate about changing. And do you know the reason why? is because I hear from so many tenants who just are being ignored or their landlord has no idea what they're doing. So just kind of fobs them off with something or, you know, gives them a little bit of cash back in the hopes that it will go away. There's block managers like the block manager I'm dealing with that has no idea how to do service charges. And so sending out these obscene service charges that for most people, they'd get it, they would worry about it, it would cause mental health problems. I mean, take the cladding scandal. You're seeing some blocks of flax being kicked out the block 3am in the morning because some property manager somewhere has now decided that it's unsafe. Well, Hold on a second. Why would you have taken that decision at 3 a.m. in the morning? Why are you not having residence meetings to find out what these tenants want? Why are you not trying to solve the problem that these leaseholders now have pretty much valueless flats? But these property managers, and seriously, I know it because I deal with some of them, not qualified to deal with this, are not adequately trained. They have just been put into these jobs and asked to deal with it. And is that their fault? Actually, no. It's the organisations and the companies that are selling these property management services that are at fault because they're also avoiding getting their staff competently trained. Now, 
there could be an argument that they're doing that so that, you know, they can sidestep around things and plead ignorance. But ignorance in this industry causes people to die, right? If you don't know how to be a good property manager and look after these tenants and someone dies, that's on your shoulders. It's not a nice thought, is it? It's really not a nice thought. And so my passion and I guess my next stage of being in the property industry is to start looking at how do we get all property managers to a minimum standard at least? How do we get people there? You don't have to be managing your things yourself, but you have to understand what that minimum standard is. Because without that minimum standard, people will continue to die. People will continue to have valueless properties. Tenants will continue to get upset because they are living in damp ridden properties or they have leaks coming through or they don't have heating over winter. And yet you do see that. You do see that. And I'm not suggesting that every property manager is really bad or has bad intentions. What I'm saying is that there's just a lot of people who don't know, who don't know how to adequately manage property, who don't know what to do about situations, who don't really care about the people that they are charging money for their services to. They don't care about the people that they're managing and it's freaking awful. It's honestly awful. And that is going to cause huge upset in our industry. I mean, you're already seeing mortgage lenders be really difficult about managing, uh, about mortgaging leasehold property right now. And one of the big things around that is the complete lack of transparency complete lack of transparency around charges, management packs, what goes on in buildings. It makes buying those types of properties really risky. But then on top of that, you've got the conveyances for the developments who seemingly um, are trying to just swipe all of this under the rug. It's awful. This whole situation is just awful. It's heartbreaking. And it comes down to incompetence, comes down to people not knowing how to do things properly, just thinking something is easy when and taking a massive fee and never getting the skills that they need. So here's what I propose. And this is something that I feel really strongly about. Great, we have landlord licensing. And I think all councils should license landlords just so that there is a register of landlords out there. I don't think it should cost a huge amount of money, but there should at least be um, a place where every single landlord in the country is licensed. And this then puts that pressure on from environmental health. So environmental health would know to go out to inspect. But then with that landlord licensing, you should also be declaring who your property manager is. And that should then be their email address. And that should then be, you know, how to go and inspect documents and details about that property. That's the first step. That really should be something that's just mandatory. Because then environmental health, if they receive a complaint from a tenant, know exactly where to go. From there, they go to the property manager. Now, the property manager should know about the health and safety of the properties that they're managing, that the condition and quality of their property lives up to 
you know, minimum standards. What about the Homes Fit for Human Habitation Act, which just came in? Do any property managers, do many property managers know about that? Yes? No? I don't know. Um, So then, yeah, environmental health and the council can go and check on these property managers. But then the property managers need to know what it is that they're going to be checked on. And from that, that's where the minimum standard comes in. There should be a required training. And I'm not saying you need to go through a master's degree. I'm not saying you need to go through a bachelor degree. I'm not saying it needs to be lengthy. I'm saying something like four weeks worth of training to become competent. And this training needs to be in health and safety, what records you need to have on file and you need to hold, minimum standards for properties, organisation skills. You know, do you have a way in which a tenant can get in contact with you at any possible time? And it doesn't have to be you. It could be the phone operation system, for example. It could be an out-of-hours number. But if you phone the out-of-hours number, will somebody help you? Yes. Tick. Great. Do you know how to be organised with these tenants? Can you give me a copy of the maintenance record, the contact record that you've had with these tenants? Can Can you give me all of that? And then also accounting how to do service charges. Now, there may be additional training for service charges for block managers, but you would have to declare what type of property manager you are. That needs to be required. It does need to be required. And then from there, the property manager needs to be regulated with whoever the regulatory body is. But just do that tick box exercise that you have done all of the relevant training. And every single year you go back through that you know, just the tick box exercise. I have to do it at the RICS and show that I'm a competent professional. I'm a qualified professional and that I keep up to date with CPD. So I'm always doing training to know exactly what's going on in my industry. And that should be the standard for property management. And then from there, property managers know how to act. The people that are employing property managers know how they should act so that If something goes wrong, they can say, well, hold on a second. This was part of your job description and part of your training under X, Y, and Z. Why are you not doing it like that? Because what that training can come with is individual guidance or professional guidance. We get that from the RACS. We get these big, long documents which show us exactly how we should act. And as regulated professionals, we can then go, oh, this is our handbook. We know what to do. But if you are not regulated, then you don't have to follow any of that. And that should be a crime. It should be a crime because bad things happen if you don't have adequate training in the property management industry. And that is where this industry falls down. So I'm telling you guys that I am on a mission to get property management standardized. I teach it at UCM. I teach it to my clients, give them the information, but that's optional. People can choose to come to and be part of my services. They can choose to go to UCM and take the degree or the master's program, right? It doesn't have to be mandatory, but I think it should be mandatory so that people stop dying, so that people stop living in valueless houses, so that There's transparency in what you're being charged and how buildings operate. That training, that regulation goes such a long way to help that. 
And I know me putting out that post on Instagram has got a lot of people worried that, you know, I'm telling them they're really bad. I'm not telling you you're really bad. And, oh, don't want more paperwork. Well, I'm sorry, being a professional requires paperwork. Surely you want to show that you're the best in the industry. No? I hate it when people say, man, I don't want more paperwork. Oh, go away. Go away. If you're a professional and you're saying that your services are second to none, expect to do paperwork or have to tick boxes. In fact, it'll all be online. You know, you don't need paperwork at your desk. You can run it from anywhere. But there's a safe way of doing it. There's a professional way of doing it. And then there's just the incompetent way of doing it. And we've got to cut that out in this industry. Cutting corners does nothing for a successful property industry. It doesn't. And it makes everybody look awful. We are only as good as our worst property manager. Really, I can sit here and preach, but I know there's people out there who couldn't give a toss. If you couldn't get a toss and you're just collecting money, I'm coming for you. Because I've had enough. I've had enough of bad practice and what that's doing to people's lives. Look at the leasehold scandal. Look at the cladding scandal. Look at people dying in fires. No more. Let's not do it. Let's make this good. Once we have a good industry and it's easy to do all of this, things start to thrive. Good property management leads to buoyant markets, leads to increase in prices, leads to increase in rent, leads to happy tenants who stay with you for longer. Oh my gosh, it's like a ray of sunshine and money rains down on you. Well, if the sun's out, probably not raining. The sun will grow a money tree. Look at it like that. The more everybody's happy, the more money that comes into circulation, the better the industry gets. And that is what we need to work on. That is what we need to be focusing on, getting excited about. And all of us need to be adequately trained and really, really care about the jobs that we do. This whole financial freedom shit that goes on, where people are saying it's really, really easy, just get into this and just make loads of money. Well, it's bollocks, absolute bollocks if you don't care about the people that you're trying to look after. So let's change it. Let's actually become competent professionals. Let's employ competent property managers. Let's get this industry running the way it should without people making things up as they go along or just ignoring things. And that's where I'm trying to get to. It's a massive passion of mine because I hate the wall being pulled over my eyes. I hate it because this block manager I'm dealing with thinks I'm dumb. I'm a dumbass. I know my rights. I know what should be going on because I'm more qualified than you are, but you're running the damn property. And actually, I'd just rather you were qualified and we were dealing with each other on, on an equal basis. I would rather all property managers are just trained correctly and we deal with each other on an equal basis. How much better would the property industry be? So this is me starting that. I've already started to have conversations with industry bodies. It's going to be a long process. I don't expect to just snap my fingers. This idea has come out and I changed the industry overnight. It's not going to happen. This is a lengthy, lengthy process. But I think it's one that is vital to the success of this industry. It's vital to the success of property values, of rental values, of just 
making this industry a better place. And that's what I care about ultimately. You know, I'm not just in this industry to make money. I'm in here to leave a mark and make it a better place than when I started. And it's already looking like that. Look at the diversity initiatives. Look at the fact that, you know, we can run companies the way we want to, but let's get a little bit of regulation in there. And my advice to you guys at the end of this podcast is please look at your managing agents. Please look at whether they're regulated or not. And if they're not regulated, let's start switching to regulated managing agents. Because the more we move towards regulated managing agents, and that's with ARLA or that's with the RICS, either one, they do great training. Once we start moving in that direction, the people who aren't regulated will start thinking, oh, I'm losing business to regulated uh, agents. Maybe I should get regulated too. And that would be awesome if we at least start making these little changes. And then using regulated agents gives them standards to live by and work by. And you start finding that the standards of things pick up. And that's really the starting place of this. And I'm going to keep petitioning these regulatory bodies because I'm passionate about it. Let's make the industry better. I really hope that this has touched something. I mean, it's got out my frustrations. I, I get it. I say things and people are like, why are you ranting, Natasha? I have a right to rant because I care so deeply about people being looked after and yes, make money from property management. Please, by all means, make money from property management if you're a property manager, but make sure that you're doing things properly because money is not everything. What's also great is having really satisfied customers and then you have a happy job, you're making money from really great sources and life is good, right? I hope you've enjoyed this podcast or at least it's opened your eyes to things. I mean, it's one of my big passions is to make this industry a better place to get property management, uh, put it on a level where everybody knows what they're doing. And I just want some everybody to competent in managing property because it will make the industry a far better place a far easier place to navigate that's my goal that's my dream I'll keep working towards it as I said at the beginning if you want to come and join me for uh, my webinar on Monday please do it's uh, going to be about uncovering the secret source to putting in place a profitable property strategy really useful. I'm going to be covering some of the asset management tips that I go through too. So do make sure that you come and join me there. Again, the link's below. I'd love to see you come and say hi. I hope you've enjoyed this. Please make sure to rate and review because it helps more and more people see and find this podcast. And to get the word out on property management, I'm really going to need you to do it. And if you could tag me in your social media posts, I would just so appreciate that. Thank you so much for joining me today. I cannot wait to catch up with you again soon.